three, two, one. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Metaverse Church Podcast. I am Stuart, and with me, as always, is my co-host, Goose. And I say that again, Stunami is what I go by in the Metaverse world. And um, Goose, I, don't, I may have said this already on another episode. Um, we're starting to batch these episodes, which are awesome. But I, uh, I hopped into some of the other platforms the other day, creating my accounts and uh, just wanting to like solidify like okay eventually Lakeland's gonna get into here Lakeland VR is gonna get into here so uh let me start playing around in them a little bit more and uh, I tried to change some of my names and some of those platforms that I was testing in because my go-to like whenever I signed up for accounts always like S McPherson 88 because there's a whole bunch of Stuart McPherson's in the world apparently yeah um but dude, I got super bummed out because somebody straight up jacked my name in Horizon. Yeah. I tried to choose Stunami and I had to do Stunami.vr. I was like, there's somebody out there rolling with my name right now. And I've seen Highlander and there can only be one. So we're going to have to fight to the death. <laughs> the virtual death. The metaverse the imposter. Death. My goodness. Right. Well, I did think, I know- however, that was... Go ahead. No, I, I mean, I guess if somebody other than you shows up to this podcast, I'll know that you you didn't make it. Yeah, true story. Although I did have somebody else mention as they were watching one of our episodes. So if you listen to the podcast, you don't know this at all. But those of you who are watching on YouTube, uh, I had somebody reach out and say, "Hey, I love how you're blending into the map right now because the hoodie that I'm wearing currently is the same <laughs> tone and color to the map of the world that I have behind me." And I was just like, "Dude, the world's just got my back. What can I say?" I did not, I didn't even notice that, but yeah, there you go. He's right. Where am I? Where's Stu? So, uh, all right. What a way to kick off an episode. Um, yeah. So, Hey, um, we always ask like a question right off the bat, just to kind of set a tone, set a mood, kind of help people get to know us a little bit better, all that kind of good stuff. Um, but we're going to uh, we're going to make a pivot on that and it's still just like an opening question but um, in our staff meetings at Lakeland we love to ask a question uh, just to really kick things off by saying hey where where do you see god working what are some wins from this past week so uh, goose in the metaverse world where are you seeing god working what wins are you seeing yeah uh, man we had we had an awesome i'm a, yeah i mean definitely a win uh, this past week uh, in VR chat, uh, Pastor Jason was doing a uh, his message um, and had to do with mental health, uh, and um, and you know it's it's been pretty packed, uh, you know, recently just even even more of an uptick. So you know just and and it's been pretty um, it's been pretty organized. Like we haven't had a lot of issues, but. Um, but this past week we had a guy in there and initially couldn't really tell he was new. Um, he was there with another guy. Couldn't really tell what his deal was, was up near the front for a minute. And anyway, we kind of had his eye on our eye on him, but then he just kind of sat there and listened. Well, goes through the whole sermon. We go to Q and a, and you know, I, I ask, you know, anybody got any questions, any comments? And this guy raises his hand. And he said, I got to tell you, you know, I, I came in here to troll you guys when I knew that I found out there was a church in here that's like a legitimate church. I, I came in here just to mess with you guys. 
But then when I heard what the guy was talking about, it actually resonated with me. And I was wondering if I could ask you guys some questions. And he proceeded to ask these really amazing questions about why he was the way he was. He was dealing with a lot of anger and, and negativity. And mm. I mean, just really genuine questions. And, um, you know, we talked with him, explained it to him. You know, he did, you know, it wasn't like he had this like massive revelation and dedicated his life to Christ on the spot, but, um, but seeds were planted. And that's, that's, that's kind of our mantra. It's that, you know, it's kind of our focus is just planting seeds. Um, and man, like a, a seed was planted and I, I really just, uh, you know, you never know, but it, it just, it just seems like it was planted in some fertile soil. At least it was, God was definitely tilling it a little bit. So those moments are awesome. Uh, very rarely do we get somebody to admit that you were coming into troll. <laughs> And, mm-hmm. and right there, you know, we know what happens, but um, most of the time they just leave. This guy just stuck around. And so, so we'll see. I mean, I hope he comes back. I hope we get to talk with him some more because he, he, uh, he really sounded like a guy who was looking for answers. And so and, mm-hmm. yeah. anyway, that, that to me is just one of those moments where it's like, man, that's why we're here. I mean, one of many reasons, but why we're here is that we've got people who are antagonistic towards the church. And then all of a sudden when they see that, like, oh, it's not what I thought it was their heart changes. And so it was beautiful. Uh, yeah, definitely one of those markers in the road where it's like with all the difficulties and, and the opposition that we may face, it's like, yeah, keep going. We're, you know, the Lord's working. So that was a, that was a major win for us. Yeah. How about dude, you? That's awesome. Uh, yeah. So I would probably say, actually, I've had a couple of those moments within just the past week. So, um, you know, we do these uh, Thursday night midweek replays is what we call them. So we we take our uh, Sunday morning message and then I chop them down into bite-sized pieces uh, in order to have like, here's who Lakeland is. And now here's some questions that we can ask in relation to what our senior pastor is talking about. And so it opens up the room for conversation. Um, and so, you know, in alt space where we're doing this, all of a sudden this guy comes in um, and he's like, Hey, I know that you have this question up on the board, um, and I don't really know that I have an answer for it, but I do have questions about faith in general. Um, hmm. and, I, and this is what I love. Like, this is a dude that um, I, I kicked off the night just saying, "Hey, we got a lot of people in the event tonight, more so than usual." I'm assuming that's because of Alt Space shutting down. Um, but I said, "I just, I just love to know where everybody's at." And so, homeboy's coming from Scotland. And now he's interacting with me in Wisconsin. Um, And I was just like, yeah, man, ask your question. Like, we don't even have to focus on what's happening over here up on the screen. Like, let's let's just go ahead and go uh, where you want to go. And he was just like, you know, I I, I'm not really religious per se, um, but I find myself in a very dark spot. Like I would say like a bottom of a pit face face bottom face down on the bottom um and uh he's like all i know is like i meet people who are religious and they seem to have like a hope that i just don't have and he says or i come across people who i know personally in my life that um they they were in the same spot that i find myself now and then all of a sudden they got religion and that was his way of saying like Christianity, like he came to faith, they came to faith in Jesus. So he would say they got religion and all of a sudden, like I resonate with where they were at because that's where I'm at now. But then they're like completely different. And he's like, it it doesn't make sense to me. And I just, I have questions like, like they've got something that I don't have. And I would love to kind of understand that a little bit better. Um, 
I was like, cool. Like, yeah, let's, let's hang out here for a little bit and let's just address uh, what questions you have in that realm. And so it turned out to be a really sweet conversation, you know, a, an hour long uh, event that we host in Allspace. I think I ended up being with that dude from like 7.30 p.m. to 10 p.m. just talking, um, which was really, really cool. But uh, awesome. at the same time, um, that then happened again yesterday as we do alpha in alt space. And this guy came in and for him, he was asking a whole bunch of like religious based questions. Um, but the way that he, the, the approach that he was coming from was that he is religious. Um, but he just kind of, he's like, I'll take this cause I like that. I'll take this from over here. Cause I like that one, all that kind of stuff. And, yeah. um, and so he was just kind of pushing, in a nice way, but he was kind of pushing back against what I was saying from the Christian perspective. And like at one point in time, he asked me, and I loved this question. He says, um, would you say that your perspective is from a religious perspective or from a historical perspective? I was like, ah, oh, what a fun question. And I said, yeah. I would say that my perspective is coming from both. Because my faith is historical. It's not some kind of fictional, you know, no. some fairy god or anything like that. And so then he like he goes from that question to asking, um, uh, oh man, what was it? He goes, oh, because his opinion is that there is one God and all roads lead to that one God. Um, yeah. And uh, I, he says to me, He's like, so what's your zodiac sign? And I was like, oh, <laughs> sweet. Okay. Like, I'm glad that you're asking me this question. And I said, so here's here's the thing. I was like, dude, I, I don't believe in the zodiac, like, at all. Like, and he's like, well, but your faith, like, Christian faith, like, you, like, they followed the star in order to find Jesus. So, you, like, your faith has to have something to do with the stars and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, see, here's the thing is you're coming from a perspective that the star, like, the created thing, um, is God versus God who is creator. Um, and so it just like the, the fun questions. And I tell people who uh, are interested in virtual reality ministry, like what, like what are some of like the fruits that come of it? And I tell people all the time, I was like, you're going to come across people who don't believe what you believe in and they'll fight against you. You're also going to come across people who do believe what you believe in and they'll rally around you. I said, but you're also going to come across people that, um, they think they believe what you believe in and you end up finding out that they, or, or that yeah. they don't believe what you believe in, but they do so because they have a mis under or a misconceived understanding of who Jesus is. And because of that, yeah. um, they either think that they're on your team or they think they're completely against it. And when you start like breaking apart the, the misconceptions of who Jesus is and the misconceptions of uh, Christianity, all of a sudden I, Almost every single time I've had somebody go, I like that. That makes more sense. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Um, so I, and I'll share this one last story because it segues really well into uh, what we're talking about today. But uh, in big screen, again, around the same topic, doing alpha, I had a couple of guys hop in into that environment and again, brought in their um their version of christianity yeah and uh it was just it was such a sweet conversation just because like i had to 
in a in a grace and truth filled way there are just some things where that what they were saying was well i believe this and i believe you know xyz like again one of those statements of like i believe uh all paths will lead to heaven and i believe in jesus and i just told him it's like you do understand like your statement of i believe in jesus that like the jesus of the bible and all paths lead to heaven i was like dude that that contradicts itself yeah. like they don't play in the same realm and as long as you call yourself a bible believing christian and you tell people that you're confusing people and you're leading people yeah. further away and closer to hell each time so I love the opportunity that VR provides for me to just have conversations that I would never have because homeboy from Scotland's never coming into Lakeland and Wisconsin and wherever those guys were in uh, big screen probably will never come to uh, Lakeland, but it's a way of making a massive world super small and being able to, again, like you said, plant seeds. And I told him, it's like, dude, uh, the guy that was in the alt space alpha uh, event, I told him, I was like, dude, my goal is not to get you to be from here all the way over here in this event. I said, but if I can plant something that helps move the needle a little bit more to you understanding who Jesus is and choosing Jesus, I was like, that to me is a win. And if somebody else ends up being the reason why you give your life to Jesus, so be it. But at least as you guys would say, a seed was planted here. So. Yeah. yeah, that's good. That's good. You you bring you bring up something that we, we we haven't really touched on because it's it's platform agnostic, but it's probably a good caveat to anybody thinking about coming into the space, uh, which is um, how frustrating it can be to um, see how many people fancy themselves a theologian simply because they. Um, watch YouTube or TikTok and have a headset. And um, it's something that we've actually had to really sort of like um, work through as a team because so, so many of us do care about sound doctrine. Um, but, you know, especially in, um, in like places like VR chat, but I mean, it's, it's, it's everywhere, but, but it's happened mo mostly in, in VR chat, which is, um, you know, the, you know, the, the guy that you talk to with the all roads lead to heaven and, you know, yet, yet like, you know, proclaims to be a Christian. I mean, there's nothing stopping that guy from, you know, putting up a, a simple world, calling it a church and calling himself a pastor or bishop or whatever. And nobody know like the, the, the most of the people that out there don't know that that guy isn't, a, isn't. A, actually an ordained pastor doesn't actually have education doesn't actually preach sound doctrine and um and, and so it can be kind of frustrating it can be very frustrating and but then there's also just like well, we just can't do anything about that we like we can't worry about that it's they're, they're out there whether we like it or not and to be fair i mean there are brick and mortar churches that do the same thing and so it's not like we can just go you know what we're not called to be the gatekeeper of that but it's just more in your face because because it's the metaverse, it's like they're opening that building up literally next door to your church. And like yeah. everybody sees the two crosses and thinks, you know, the, the, the thought is like, well, we don't want to be, a, we don't want to get lumped in with that. Right. Like, you know, like, like you guys as, as cornerstone is it's a church with, with 
church hierarchy and a structure and, you know, legitimate pastors who have dedicated their life to the craft and have an in-person congregation that they, that they shepherd and all of that. And, and then we are also doing it in the metaverse, but you put that, you put Lakeland and Cornerstone next to like dude in his basement with a, with a headset and, and a, <laughs> and a YouTube and, 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 and it was just like, well, there's no difference in terms of the optics. There's a big difference yeah. between the, the what what is a, what you know what is church and what isn't, and so so that is I mean it's just like sort of a caveat that we're like if if someone's coming into this space, you just kind of be prepared for the frustration of having to sort of wade through a lot of that or put up with a lot of that, and then a lot of them make their way over. A lot of them will make their way over and actually claim we're the ones that are wrong. I don't know if you've had that experience or not. Um, also, yeah, I'm sure you have. Um, and, and so it's just a weird, you know, again, again just, just as like, that's not typical in a brick and mortar church. It's not typical for like some pastor of pastor of another quote unquote church. It's like walking your doors and be like, you guys are preaching heresy. Like it doesn't generally happen. Um, but here in the metaverse, like, yeah, that's, that, that's actually not strange anymore. So yeah, there's a little, there's one, a little, caveat about coming into the metaverse ministry you just get to deal with some weird stuff sometimes yeah for sure so talking about weird stuff we're doing our final deep dive today and we are talking about the platform known as big screen uh, and uh, you and i talked off air on this one that this is you know, we, we talked about like VR chat and we talked about rec room and I was like, oh, we're probably, I'm probably going to lean heavy on Goose's answers to this one. And this is the one where you were saying we're probably going to lean heavy on what my experience is within Big Stream. Yeah. We've been playing in there, not not long, uh, but we've been in there. We've hosted a couple of different events. Our first go at it was probably uh, back in August. I guess is when I started messing around with big screen a little bit. So, um, yeah, so I guess let's start here because eventually there's got to be this shift of like, you're doing the question asking whatnot. So I'll do a, a simple lob to you of a question that you can okay. answer as briefly or quickly or long as you want. Um, and then we can reverse roles on this, but, uh, so what is, what does goose know about big screen? I know you. I know it's uh, heavily video based. I mean, it's not no not blowing the lid off of that. It's the, that's you know the name. Um, so primarily targeted at people who want to watch videos together, and so um, that's uh, it's one main reason why we haven't really even ever considered it um, because it's it's not you know video for us or screen the screen for us is is ancillary to what we do. So um, we just haven't, haven't really taken a look at it. So that's it. I mean, that, that's the main thing that I know. The only other thing I know is that I think there's a cap of 15 a room, although I could be totally wrong about that. But those are the two things that, that I know about it. And I'm curious about your experience. And, and yeah, so uh, I'll, yeah, so let me, I'll kick it back to you. Uh, what about that? Do I have correct or, or, or not? And if you've been in since August, what, yeah, what's your impression I know we do the what's good and what's bad, but like, um, you know, what, what's your impression about it and what do you, and how do you feel about it moving forward, especially in light of what, uh, with, with the alt space news? Yeah, absolutely. So, you know, um, 
all space news came out and i had and the only way that i knew that uh all space was closing down wasn't because i opened up my email and i saw it but it was actually my phone was blowing up discord related wise with just other pastors reaching out and people who have attended lakeland vr just asking like hey what are you guys gonna do what's your next step what do you think that we should do and um or someone's like what i think is sweet is because i had been investigating the other platforms and whatnot the reality was um I was able to say right then and there, like if Allspace would have decided that they were shutting down that day, Lakeland VR wouldn't have missed a beat because we would have just launched right into big screen and started hosting our service in there. Um, so like what's good about it is it's super user friendly. Um, they have two different, well, they probably have more than this. I just haven't played around with the other ones. So like you can upload files into big screen if you want to like video files and whatnot. Um, but then there is, you can stream YouTube right from the room that you're hosting from. So if I wanted to, sure. I could go right into big screen, host a room, open it up to the public. And then from inside the app, I can just click the YouTube button, type in Lakeland Community Church, and boom, the live stream service is right there playing for everybody to see. So that's a sweet feature if you're streaming your service wow. um, or a playback. Um the other way that you do it is they have a remote desktop uh, app. So it only works with uh, Windows, which is hard. So like I'm a Mac person all the way through. So it forced me to go out and buy uh, a Surface Pro. Um, but you just download the big screen app uh, onto your computer and you connect it with your headset and uh, it does all of its linking up and it acknowledges, hey, there's this headset that's connected with this name. Here's this desktop um, that's now logged in. And then you inside the app, you say, uh, you know, like host room, um, uh, remote desktop, you click that and then it acknowledges that these two platforms are now connected with each other. So from within the app itself in the headset, I can control my desktop. So I can show people slides. I can show people, I, I can go to any website that I want to, which is really scary when you think about it. And I've heard that's how people have utilized it uh, mm. for, you know, horrible things, if you will. But it's, it's literally designed for streaming. It's designed for gather together with your friends and watch a movie. It's designed for gather with your friends and play video games with each other all in one room streaming on this big screen that you guys are, you know, experiencing together. Um, yeah. so, so I've used it both ways. Um, I've used it for just streaming in our live stream service into uh, big screen. And I've used it for, uh, alpha where I used the remote desktop and I was going through my slide deck of our spliced videos, spliced questions. Um, so there's some really mm. neat features in that, uh, that gives you a lot of leeway uh, and a lot of play. Um, I will say the 15 person cap, uh, is a real thing and that makes it hard. Now that also is, dependent on who you are and your experience within virtual reality. So I say that, and I don't know that we as Lakeland, we very, I'll say it this way. We very rarely, rarely at Lakeland VR have had more than 15 people in an event at a time. Now we've had way more people attend an event, but peak user, somebody who like the amount of people in at one time, um, we've, 
we very rarely have gotten that. We have, but very rarely. Um, so I'm not too concerned about that cap limit right now. Um, what I have asked of my team moving forward is as we go into big screen, if we hit the cap for a room, then I send out two team members to host a room and then they just stream the service themselves um, in their environment. So then you'll see a Lakeland VR and then another Lakeland VR on their yeah. event board. Um, yeah. There's that, that in itself is a good and bad. They have an event board is not like alt space event board. So uh, okay. clue on that, but there is an event board in the say in the, and just in, in the fact that I host a room, I make it public and anybody who's on the app, they can scroll through all the public events that are currently going on um, and see Lakeland VR description of what's yeah. happening and then they can enter into it. So no world building uh, for it. It's They have their host rooms. They've got a pretty sweet list of host rooms. So you could be like around a campfire. You could be at a drive-in movie theater. You could be in your living room. You could be in an apartment. You could be on a balcony. You could be in like a sci-fi movie theater. You could be in a traditional movie theater. Oh, just, wow. That's a lot. There's a, there's, there's a list of opportunities for it. So, um, How's the traffic? Yeah. So traffic-wise, uh, it's about 10 times the amount of what Altspace had for peak users. Um, yeah. I, I mean, at any given time, I would probably say I see – 10 rows of events going on at a time. And I think each row is three. So you're talking about 30 different events usually going on at a time. And I would probably say out of those 30 different events, just in the events, I would probably say are 70 to 80 people, but that doesn't include, they do have a lobby space. And so there's a lobby space that people hang out into. So I, that's good. So I know, again, I know that you're, You've been in it a little while, not maybe not, you know, not, neither of us as long as, as all space or anything like that. So, uh, but I'll ask at least for your impressions right now. In terms of the way that people consume it, um, it, it sounds like mostly it's at least designed for people to uh, kind of have a pre set meeting to go and do something you know if, if me and my buddies are going to go play games we're going to coordinate that ahead of time and then go in if me and my friends want to watch a movie together i, I assume sports are a thing on there if it, you know th th these are scheduled things that we would probably coordinate ahead of time and then head in as opposed to something like alt space or uh, vr chat where it's like i'm going in i don't necessarily know what i'm going to do or who i'm going to talk to i'm going to world hop a little bit i'm going to go in and then see what's going on and make a determination as to what i want to do based on what's all, what, what i find when i get in there um is that accurate is that how people consume this or are there people uh or and i say is there a significant amount of people who are just saying you know what Tonight, I'm going to go in big screen. I don't know what I'm going to watch. I'm going to just find something interesting. I'm going to world hop. And and then, you know, what, what's your what's your impression of that? Yeah, I'd probably say the latter. I'd probably say that somebody who's saying, I'm just going to throw on a headset, go in a big screen, and whatever there is, is what there is. Um, and I'm just wow. going to partake okay. and, and find whatever is streaming. So, like, I did it for Good. the uh, 
the college, the national college football championship. I threw on the headset and I was just like, well, let me go to the big screen. I can almost guarantee somebody is streaming the national championship. And there were probably four or five rooms that people were streaming it. And what was cool was like, I could tell based off of the event board, uh, who was going for who per room it was like yeah georgia dogs <laughs> tc frogs you know hypno toad or you know dog down or whatever i was like yeah. okay i know that yeah. i'm not to walk into an environment where these people are going for whichever team um so i would say that it's more like i'm gonna throw on a headset and i'm just gonna bounce around and see whatever there is see if there's something that catches my attention that's yeah. great okay um so then with that said um would you say that Big screen is now the best candidate for a church to start out in. Mm. If, if a new church is coming mm. in, um, I mean, the ease of live stream, uh, you know, sort of, I mean, it sounds actually easier than even alt space. I mean, alt space was relatively easy, but it wasn't, you know, it wasn't perfect and it wasn't like out, necessarily out of the box easy. This sounds like it's out of the box easy. Um, how are the moderation controls and um and then uh oh and and if someone wanted to do live teaching could they do it so yeah. sorry i threw i threw a bunch at you so you no, take take great. any and all of those and yeah yeah no that's great so um if somebody wanted to do live teaching in there a hundred percent could do it uh in fact i've even yeah. seen some events that are set up that are just called um, religious talk and chill. So no, no, like they're oh. not planning on streaming anything. They're just gathering in there to have a conversation with people. And again, oh. I think okay. of it like a small group, like, like it's a great small group environment of like, Hey, we're in a living room. Like it's super, it's cozy. You can actually control, control the lights in the room. So if you want it light, brighter or dimmer, like you have full control of that kind of stuff within the room. Um, I would say it is now the if a church is wanting to get into this and they're wanting to do it, how we do it at Lakeland VR with streaming a service, this is without a doubt the easiest platform to get into and run at this point. Anybody could do it. Wow. Um, now. Interesting. And in, in, you asked the question about how the moderation controls. What was nice about AltSpace for us to launch into it is it provided us the opportunity to do how we felt led to run service, which we went through many different iterations of how we ran service. We started with live teaching. We did like uh, clubhouse, like we're bringing in a topic. We'll open up the floor for a conversation. And then eventually we got into the streaming style that we're doing now. Um, but what was nice about AltSpace is you had all control. You could kick whoever you want. You can mute whoever you want. Uh, you had a raise hand feature. Yeah. So like you can amplify voices, you can lower voices, all that kind of stuff. Fantastic when it came to moderation. Probably the best platform for moderation control, alt space. Mm -hmm. My opinion. Uh, you're more than welcome to disagree. Agreed. No, agreed. Agreed. Big screen is horrible. No, boy horrible so okay. while it is easy for it would be the great first step for any church to get into my uh, uh word of caution for anybody going into big screen would be your trolls are through the roof 
Really? Through the roof. There are, uh, I just had a conversation with somebody the other day that uh, the way that they described it is big screen is going to be the platform for trolls. Like people who literally just throw on the headset just to hop into <laughs> an environment just to jack with people. Not kind of peaking my interest, in man. Oh, dude, it's so again, like as we started off the, the, the podcast talking about the wins and the conversations that came out of it, like I would say um, what was neat about that experience uh, running alpha this past week was we had so many trolls that popped into that event. And so what, what moderation control you do have is you as the individual, you can lower somebody's volume for you personally. It doesn't do it for the room. Okay. But if, you know, if a 12-year-old snot boy comes running in and he's just like <laughs> throwing words out that, you know, acts like he's been sailing for 11 of his 12 years of existence um, and, uh, you know, whatever else, trying to just really jack with everybody – you as an individual, you can lower their volume so they don't bother you. Okay. Um, and so I was able to do that with a couple of the trolls that came in and I could tell that the people who are really uh, into the conversation, they did the same thing because as we were talking, you have like this group of people, these trolls that were just jacking around over here while this circle of people were having real conversation with each other and not bothered by these people at all. Hey, you know, they get in your face and yeah. whatnot. Um, they have some interactables in big screen. So you can have like this marker. So it's designed mm -hmm. for like, if you had like a meeting with like co coworkers, right? So you can have this marker and you can write in the air. And so sometimes what I'll do is I'll write lakelanddiscord.com as like a next step for people in our event. But you as yeah. the individual, you can turn off distractions or environment distraction. I forget how they label it. So anytime somebody does do something like that, you won't see it. So they can do it as much as they want. So I, my recommendation would be for any church that's getting into big screen, um, you would have to communicate to people who are coming in like, hey, we understand that, th that this is a very heavy troll platform. So make sure that if somebody is bugging you, lower their volume. Um, if somebody is writing stuff or throwing popcorn or tomatoes or sodas or whatever at you, turn <laughs> off, you know, or turn on distraction free environment. That way you can focus on the conversation at hand and not the trolls. Um, there was one more thing. Oh, as the host of the room, you do have the option to boot a person or kick or sorry, not boot block or kick. And so what those two options do is if you kick a person, they can't re-enter into that event. But any other event that you host later on, they can come back into. If you hit boot or block, the moment you hit, sorry, block, the moment you hit block, mm. that person will never be able to come into any event that you as a host ever start up. So yeah. that's, that's about as far as the moderation controls go for big screen. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, that's not worse than VR chat. Um, and so that, in fact, actually that's pretty much VR chats moderation controls as well. You can, you can lower individuals volume, but natively yeah. you can't do it. Um, you know, through, through code, you can set your world up that way, but, but anyway, that's neither here nor there. So it doesn't sound like it's worse than VR chat. It sounds like it's pretty much on par with VR chat. Okay so interesting that that's where all the trolls are i 
I kid like I like I said somebody said that to me and I as soon as I said I was like a hundred percent this is where trolls come just to simply troll like they put on a headset to say I'm gonna go troll today and so they hop into big screen so weird yeah all right but there's religious conversations are going on there there are uh uh you know, there's some environments that when you log in, you just see, uh, oh man, what, what was one that I saw? It was called like bedroom talk 18 plus or something like that. So like this one is wide open on the kind of stuff that you can stream. If you can stream it, you can bring it into big screen. So hmm. like the, the opportunities are, are really high in reaching people and, um, you know, the same way that you had that conversation with that guy in alt space, the same way that yeah. I had a conversation with the guy in alt space, like there are people who like we had two, one of those guys that I was talking to in big screen earlier this week in alpha, he came into our environment because he got booted from another one because he didn't have the same, uh, religious view as the person who was hosting the room. And he was just like, I don't understand why I get booted for this. And that's actually what started the conversation, um, which was really sweet of being able to say, like, dude, I think you're on a spiritual journey. I just think that you're probably not as far as you're thinking. So let's talk about it. So you can't friend. Here's the other. I know we got to wrap up this episode, but I would say this. The other bad part of it is you can't build a friends list on big screen like you can in alt space, like you can in VR chat. So any church that hops into it, your next step would be to heavily, heavily rely on Discord and do anything and everything that you can to get those people to be willing to take that next step to hop over there. So any kind of follow-up is going to be super hard unless they join your Discord or whatever platform you use to build community. So that's where it's super weak, in my opinion, is follow-up wise. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, you gotta yeah, you have to do it on a third party somehow. Discord's the best way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's good, man. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, uh, a lot of opportunity there, it sounds like. Yeah, but that's big screen. Uh, from what I know of it, from what I've heard from others, that's pretty much what you're getting in a nutshell. So we're gonna need we'll need a follow up probably three, four months, uh a, a recheck in on big screen to see what you know what else has been revealed. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, as we, uh, I mean, we can, we can talk about this later with, uh, in other episodes, but it'll be fun just to do a follow up on all the platforms besides for alt space again, rip, but we'll do a follow up on all of those and just kind of see, uh, what we're learning in the process and, and, uh, yeah, uh, what is going to be the best platform for people to hop into and all that kind of good stuff. So for sure, for sure. Yeah. Cool. Good. Good deal. Yeah, man. Right, well bro. done. Uh, let's Pressure was off for there. me this week. That's I. I, 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 I like know. that. We got to do more of those. Yeah, for sure. Well, let me close this out. Well, everybody, once again, thank you for listening to the Metaverse Church podcast. Um, If this is beneficial to you, please be sure to subscribe to the channel so you never miss out on an episode. And it it would be uh, really beneficial and helpful for us 
that you would leave a rating on this podcast um, and a review and share it with others. So again, as Goose just said, we're continuing to explore other platforms and what all they have to offer, especially for the church diving into the metaverse. So there's still a lot more to learn and we would love to even connect with you and what you're learning and what you know. Um, it'd be really beneficial for all of us for the Capital C Church as we move forward. So, uh, But that being said, on behalf of Goose and myself, thank you again for listening and we will see you next week for another episode of the Metaverse Church Podcast. Be blessed. Three.